This is Soulful Living Radio, inspiring stories and expert guests to help you get out of your head and into your heart with your host, Lisa Jamis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Soulful Living Radio. I'm your host, Lisa Jamis, and I am so, so excited for my very special guest today, Chris Maddox. She is the founder and creator of the Wild Woman Project, as well as the founder and director of the Wild Woman Fest, which you will learn all about in our talk together. But she is so much more than that. She is, uh, I'm going to try not to cry during this interview, just saying, because I get very, very welled up with emotions. Chris is an incredible leader. She is a mentor. She is a big heart. She is just um, a champion for women and wild women. And I'm just so grateful and honored that she's joining us today. I love your mission statement, which I just want to read for everyone uh, to awaken women to the most authentic, undomesticated nature. So they might, so they may feel like uh, themselves all of the time. No apologies, which I love. I love that so much. So thank you for being here today, Chris. I'm so psyched to be here with you. Okay, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I, first of all, I love everything you do. And I always, I tell everybody about you and your work. But I'd love for you to share sort of how um, Wild Woman Project came to be, because I love this story. So can you share a little bit about how it came to be? Absolutely. Um, So many years ago, I was leading a women's circle and my local yoga studio. So I was a yoga teacher there and I started this circle and I really had no idea what I was doing at all. I just heard that it was quite powerful to make intentions on the new moon. And I had always been like really interested in feminism and women's empowerment. And so I started to lead this circle and it was one of the most precious experiences of my life, because over the course of about two years, we built such a tremendously strong community. And one of the things that was really sort of extra inspiring is that the intentions that we were making on the new moon were coming to life for all of the women. Wow. <laughs> Our lives just kept sort of expanding and we're like, what is going on? Here, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and sometime in early 2011, I got the hit, um, the name, the wild woman project came just into my consciousness. And I thought, Ooh, that's powerful. And it was really alive for me because that term wild woman was something that was somewhat new to me at the time because I just started reading the book, Women Who Run With the Wolves. Yeah, right? Let's just take a moment. Let's just take a moment. Everybody just take a moment and take that in. That book is, there's no words Incredible. for it. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. deep. No deep words. like the ocean. And yes. And vast. Um, Dr. S says, so I, I remember the first time standing in a bookstore, a few people had recommended that book to me and I stood there. I remember exactly where I was. I was in New York city in Columbus circle. There was in borders back when borders used to be a thing. And I was standing in the aisle and I swear, Lisa, I felt like electricity oh streaming God. into my body. Oh my so that book was very powerful and alive for me at the time because I was reading it. The wild woman project had no idea what, what it was going to be, but I bought the URL. Wow. 
Yeah. And just so you know, I wasn't a computer person. Okay. I didn't even have, I didn't have, I like people used to joke that, you know, if I looked at a computer, it would suddenly crash. So, but, so I got it. That was, you know, interesting that I did that. And I, you know, little, I sat with that a little while. And one night I remember I was laying in bed and I got this really strong vision Okay, just an image. And I saw the world from way back. Wow. And I saw that. So I saw the earth and I saw all these little rings of light. And immediately in my brain, you know, in my mind or my intuition or whatever mystery, I associated that with our, our circle. And I thought, well, what would happen if we took the magic and the sweetness and the beauty of this circle, and we multiplied it. And so I saw the globe just lit with all this, like, this web of light, all these circles. And it was that moment where I was pretty struck with the idea, the initial seed of the idea, which was just to do that, is, is how can we help multiply this experience for other people. And that was the beginning, Lisa. And I learned how to build a website. You know, (laughs) I had no resources at all. I should mention. (laughs) And I just started learning. I would go on YouTube and I remember buying a course on how to build a WordPress website. And and we launched on um, January, 2012. And I had at that point led a small group Um, in New York City, like in a room, in one room, uh, how to lead a circle and, and then translated that to an online experience, which has developed, you know, I look back on that little training. I was was yesterday morning, I was doing research. And of course, I loved it. It wasn't research at all. It was just diving into all things wild woman. And it was amazing. And I found one of your first videos. And I was like, well, first of all, you, you don't you haven't aged hate you no you look the same but you know it was just so cool to see you know I think it was 2000 was just at the very beginning so I don't know what's it like to 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 sort of be in that space of remembering where you started and then basically now where you're spread how many countries are the circles in right now 17 countries wow yeah that's um you know when I slow down and just sit with that, it's very touching, you know, it's very deep, you know, because, you know, anytime you start something, you don't know if it'll end up being anything. This, this (laughs) case, um, everything we've been able to do with the project and how it's grown has far exceeded my expectations. So anything that happens from this point on is just like icing on the cake. Yeah. You know, so I would feel tremendously blessed to to have all of the sort of accidental benefits of it, like like the the fact that we are connected. Yeah. Where are you sitting right now? Where am I sitting? In Calgary, Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. Alberta in Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here I am in the yeah. southeast United States, and we have so much in common and so much common ground, mm. and we're able to be together like this in a heartful, sincere way. I mean, I remember for the for for 
most of my life, I would say up until I started to get into my late 20s, which is when I started the project. Wow. Um, like I was 27. That is amazing. Wow. Um, and I, you know, one of the things I was longing for, that's why circles are so deep for me, is is this, like mm-hmm. being able to connect and to feel in a moment like like all the superficial stuff um, that maybe we're used to talking to people about kind of vanishes and, and, and we're able to talk about things that are really mean something to us. And that's been such this amazing thing where I'm like, it's a, be connected with all these amazing women all over the world. <laughs> exactly. It's honored to even know them, you know? And so, so, you know, when I, when I sit here in 2018, so many years later, I, I think about that as, as this one of the many accidental uh, blessings of getting to do this beautiful work. What's amazing about you too is as a leader in your one of your circles is that you have this amazing ability to really hold space for all of us. And you genuinely, I genuinely feel when we receive all of our content and you're, you're literally just talking to me, right, Chris, you're just talking to me. And you know, you really have that ability to, to reach people in that way. So, um, Tell me a little bit about, so you created the circles and then where did wild, how did wild women fest then? This is a whole other experience, a whole other arm uh, evolution. I mean, that, uh, that's amazing, which of course I have to share with the audience that it's sold out in what, two hours this year. Yeah. Unbelievable. So what's it like being at the base of that, of the mountain that first day, you know, and you, I mean, going from the, how did, okay, first of all, how did it start? So let's start there. <laughs> I've actually never really heard the story of how did that really start? Cool. Well, I was, I was studying Sufism at this place, uh, universal Sufism, which is a beautiful, beautiful path. Um, and at the place I was studying the abode of the message, they had this mountain camp it's like the top you walk up and it takes quite a long time like you're hiking it it's like 20 minutes I guess it's not that long you know it's a small mountain and it has this amazing infrastructure like it has a big platform and a fire pit and cabins and all sorts of fun stuff and I had heard that there are people that did retreats up there and I had long dreamed as a yoga teacher to have a retreat um but like that wasn't quite enough. Like I didn't want to just have a yoga retreat, even though a yoga retreats are amazing. You know, I remember in that early time, just thinking, I mean, it was one of those things again, it was like the name came wild woman fest. I tend to like be like that. The name, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't like why. That's how a lot often how wow. things are is a name. Wow. So the wild woman fest. And I was like, Oh, and my whole intention was what if we took, all of the components of the magic of women's circles, but then like um, extended it over four or five days. And what if we got to do big rituals? And what if we got to do divination? You know, because one of the things that we do in circle, right, is which is a big thing that's important to you mm-hmm. is the pulling of cards, yes. right? So we have, we do, I thought, well, what if we do divination? And what if I bring all of my favorite people close people that I really respect and admire. And I invite them to lead a workshop. 
And, you know, I like working with themes. So I remember the first theme was around the elements. It was like called elemental wisdom or something like that. And each day had a focus. We focused on air and water and fire and earth. And it was um, one of those things where it was it was a way bigger financial risk mm. for me. I, sh- I should say that that yeah. was sort of- I'm wondering, there's someone doing their lawn. Is that bothering no, you? Don't even okay. hear it. Are you kidding me? There's no, I've, I'm in my own little, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, you know, it's anyway. <laughs> nope. Okay, cool. I'm we're sure. in a bubble. Yeah, we're totally in a bubble. <laughs> Everybody's in a bubble listening. It's all good. Yeah. I'm just like I'm riveted. This is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So, oh, where was I? You were um, up to, uh, you said um, it was way bigger financial jump than, right. than so you this was anticipated. Huge. Yeah. I had to make like, a very big financial commitment. And at that point in my life and in the life of the project, we didn't have anything extra. It was so tight. Everything was to get by, you know, but, um, I, I really, (laughs) I channeled the fool. I really, did you really? I I resonate, Lisa, you know this thing. Yes. The fool archetype. Yeah, the tarot. Yeah, that's me. Yes, like just it is. always, just like leaping happily, yeah. walking the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know? that's it. Totally. Yes, <laughs> hoping that <laughs> there's yeah that the steps will appear like you know in a movie. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very much one of those situations, and I remember that that I I took comfort. And that the vision was so strong, I could feel it in my body. Like I can, the soul of Wild Woman Fest, and I think everything has a soul to it. The soul of Wild Woman Fest was really strong right from the get-go. So I remember writing the copy, you know, writing the invitations and just hoping that people would come, you know, to come to something for the first time was always a leap. And I will always remember those like 50 or so women, including the facilitators. Okay. It was a small group (laughs) who showed up that year. And Lisa, our minds were completely blown. We were just like, we were walking around and you just start weeping because we just felt like whatever this is, whatever we're doing here, like, it's home, wow. you know, and it's, and it's something that has been missing. Mm. And so the, the homecoming, I remember, especially that first year just felt, you know, there was something so creepy about it because it was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I needed this, but Oh my gosh, did I need it? You know? Mm. And those women, a lot of those women who were there that first year have come every single year and are some of the biggest cheerleaders and, and holders of our time there. And it's grown. So now, you know, all together with facilitators, we'll have something like 175 women on the mountain. Is that right? That's yeah. incredible. And we have way more workshops because, you know, we need to kind of spread people out a little bit, but we gather every night for like epic rituals. You would just love it. Anybody- I am dying in one year. Yes. <laughs> and this is my 50th year. Like I turned 50 and I was like, I'm going to go this year, but 
can't go this year, but I'm going to just go next. Just intentionally, that's what's happening. Going to make it because I know I will love it. And that's what I find women also say about the circles too. They're like, you know, they show up and they say, all of them say similar things. I just, I just need this hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is. It just fills me up in a way that nothing else in my life does. It's, it's so powerful, you know? And so what I love too about your story it just to zip back to sort of the creation of all this where you said, and I love this because I think women need permission almost in themselves to give permission for themselves to wander. And I laugh because you said, I just wandered and I took, I did this and I did this as I wandered around feeling my way forward, you know, basically worrying my parents, which I kind of laughed about because <laughs> I think so many women in particular, and we do this, you know, there's different phases of our lives, but I find women who are, well, at all stages, but I find women who are in their fifties get to another wandering where we're looking for something. And it's funny how there's so many things that you feel like you need to do, but sometimes it's okay to just, to just wander the planet for a while. Can you speak to that a bit? Yeah. I think that wandering is in alignment with the nature of the feminine, which has more to do about you know, um, flowing and trusting the instincts and allowing things to unfold without agenda, you know? And I think that that thing of, we don't let ourselves wander because we think that life should be a certain way or we should be doing that. And it's all the should words, you know, and wandering is such a rebellion against that. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's so juicy because when you wander and you really, and you really do it, you know, it's like you get to play with following your intuition and your instinct in such um a whole hearted whole being sort of way, you know? Yeah. So I think wandering is really good for us because we find things that we wouldn't ordinarily find. We discover something that we wouldn't ordinarily discover. And oftentimes we stumble upon exactly what we need, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love, I love, I love that wandering. <laughs> I love it. Um, I have a, this is, you have the most amazing ability to pull quotes I mean, you're like the quote queen. How do you do this? You, I'd love to see your library, number one. And I just want to download your brain of quotes. It's unreal. It's just, you've just, it's incredible. How do you find, how do you find quotes that are just so perfect? Do you just, has this been something you've been, you know, been into for a while? Quotes? Huh. Yeah. You know, I've never thought about it exactly like this, but yes, actually, I've always been a, a big reader and, um, I like, I like a quote because it's concise. It's something I can carry with me. It's something I can sort of roll around in my head for a while and chew on for a little while. I mean, I remember very early on when, um, cause I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to be very devoutly atheist. No, I did not. What? <laughs> wow. In my adolescence. Is yeah. In my right? adolescence. I was very, I think it was a, you know, in a lot, in a lot of ways, I, I really am grateful for that time. Um, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that worldview at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me personally, that was a little bit of a rebellion because I, I grew up in the South. Right. So like Southern Baptist and I saw a lot of hypocrisy and yeah. 
really angry about things, which I think was healthy. Um, but anyway, uh, really, so really early on in my spiritual journey, when I started to open up and that all happened really through a process with my body, like mm. uh, my body. And I started to study a, a technique called the lucid body that, that helped me connect really, um, clearly and directly with my chakra system. Mm. That was major for me. I started to realize, oh, okay, there's some things going on here that are beyond what I have been told. Mm. And so a lot of the metaphysical stuff started with the chakras. And I remember early on, so this would have been, I'm like 19 or something. <laughs> I would write my favorite quotes. If I'd come across a quote that was inspiring to me, I'd write it down really big on a piece of paper and I'd just tape it on my wall. I and I'd live with it for a while. And I think like, I still do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, and so themes comes up a lot in Wild Woman, of course. And um, I, what I love is, is that you have a theme for the whole year and then you have the monthly cycle themes. So how does that, because you're, are you thinking, have you already decided a theme? Obviously you can't tell me yet, even though I'd love to know, but a theme for our next sort of year. Have you already started? How does that process work? It's always brewing. Mm. It's once I think of a theme, pretty much our like our moon cycle theme, themes come to me very quickly, one at a time. Once I release one of them, then the next one comes, you know, and I'll sort of, I'll have an idea, but I'll be like, shh, shh it's not time. Please don't come to me yet. Like, I don't want to have <laughs> Don't send me any names, okay? I, I can't deal with a name right now of anything. <laughs> Exactly. But um but but you know, yeah, we have a theme for the whole year which starts in the fall after the festival and it's something we carry through our circles. So as soon as I released the in the flesh theme, the next theme starts to come. But it usually honestly it doesn't really crystallize until like right before it. Wow. Like fortunately and unfortunately, you know, cause I'm like, I remember the flash <laughs> thing. Like I had the idea for the theme, but I didn't know what to call it. And I swear I didn't get it until just a few days before it was like the deadline. Like wow. I had the circle leaders, all their content, you know? <laughs> yes. And I, and, and I was actually reading a book and in one of the sentences, it said in the flesh. And I was like, that's it. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Woo. Thank and, you. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the fool though. It just lives on the edge. Just, you know, it just knows it's going to come. Even if it's the last minute, that stone will be there to step on. So, um, so leading into perfect segue into the wild woman leader training, which is coming up, do you still have room and how can people learn more about that? And what, what is it? Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, so we hold a wild woman project circle facilitator training twice a year. We do one in the spring and we do one in the fall and it's so juicy. Um, it's seven weeks and the format is essentially like the whole idea is to get you prepared to lead your own circle. Um, but what I'm really proud of about our program is that it's not just about like nuts and bolts things. The tool stuff is in there, but a big piece of actually stepping into that role has to do with an inner process. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm really proud of that. We really offer that. And the feedback that we get over and over again is going through this process was, you know, 
life-changing or really changed my perception or connected me more deeply to my inner guidance or to the moon or to the cycles of the earth. That's, I love hearing that stuff. So that's what we're in for. It starts next Monday on May 14th. We have nine spots as of right now. I just looked before we got on. Okay, so good. Could- Yay. Great. <laughs> yes. Nine spots left and there are the 80 of us total or 80 wow. participants total. Every Monday you get a lesson and these lessons range from um, lessons about sacred space, lessons about um, the idea of, of following your heart or the what the wild heart is. We talk about lunar astrology. Um, we talk about dynamics and circles. We talk about we talk about a tons of stuff. So we get you get a, a lesson on on Monday, a live class with me and the whole group on Wednesday, where there's open Q and A. We ha- usually have a blast. It's a beautiful time, um, and then on Thursdays and Fridays there are telecircles. So that's um, at this point. I think when you took it, it was a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. So at this point, in order to maintain intimacy, we have broken up into three groups. Mm. So each group will be an intimate group. So you meet with that group every single Thursday or Friday, and you get to have the circle experience wow. and to go through that. And you know how juicy it is. It's okay. just it, it's uh, it is on. <laughs> Be, of all the, of, I've taken all the things, okay? Like I'm one of those people that takes every, I want to learn everything. I'm waiting for you to open Chris Maddox Sufi school. Like as soon as you do that, I'm signing up. So I, I, this has been honestly, this is where I could get teared up actually. This was one of the most transformational things I've ever been involved in as a course. So I, I can't even call it a course. It's an experience. It's, it's just incredible. And, um, I actually do watch some of the old telecircles just just because I just love the process. And what you provide as a structure for anyone who's listening and who's like, gee, I really feel called to do that. You will have you will have exactly when you're done, you'll be so ready to jump in and start. You'll be you'll not only ready, you'll you'll be so like geared up to start one. You're you're you have it set up so that you actually could start the next day, literally. You're so so prepared. And the other thing that you provide, which I love. I love it so much. I can't wait for the full moon because then I know the content's being released because you offer support for us all year long and, and you're never alone. The community is amazing and you're amazing and you just feel so supported through the whole thing as a leader, which isn't always available to other type of circles where the leaders are oftentimes on their own and they're not really connected together in their own way. So that's very unique to 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 the Wild Women Project circles, which I love. Um so, uh, what else did I, oh, when are you writing a book? <laughs> Cause <laughs> have you ever thought about it? Cause I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know we've talked for a while, but have you thought about writing a book? I'm writing a book. Woo! Okay. Great. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I was hoping you would, I mean, you could have said, well, I'm thinking about it, but I'm really excited to hear that. I can't, I just, you're such a brilliant writer. You're a poet. Your words are so powerful and needed in this world. And I just, I love that so much. So um, how do you take care of you just really quick? Because I know you hold the space for everyone else. And how do you, what kind of things do you do that you could share? You'd be willing to share for us how you take care of you. Oh, thank you for asking. That's such an important question. Um, Well, I thought of something. I was like, I think Lisa might like to know. <laughs> so I I make sure that my mornings, you know, we have a lot on our plate with everything that we're doing with the project, mm-hmm. but I really make sure my mornings are quiet. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I don't usually schedule anything where I have to talk to anyone, no meetings or anything like that. 
And one of the things I really like to do that's really sweet for me is every Monday, moon day, mm-hmm. um, morning, moon day. I sit down yeah. and in, in this beautiful space, Lisa knows this, but other people don't. I just, this is my she shed. It's what I'm calling the worldwide pro- um, headquarters of the wild woman project, which is a really big name for a really small space, but yeah. it means so much to me. It's my first space that I've ever had all to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking over here at my altar, which I don't think you can see, but I sit and I uh, use tarot cards actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, and I which do... ones do you use? Do you mind me asking? Which oh, ones? not at all. I yeah. love this deck. Yeah. Um, it is, I think it's called the Witch's Tarot. Oh, I love uh, that one. Yes. Uh, somebody Dugan, mm-hmm. Eileen. Mm-hmm. Dugan. Yes. She's, it's wonderful. It's, you know, I've gone through different phases with different decks. And this is definitely my deck. It's been my deck. Like it, it resonates, you know, yep, I, so I sit down and I do a three card spread. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's the first card. It's one. I don't know if you can see it. It's like I'm one. I'm so excited by this. Sorry. This is so cool that you do a spread. In the, I love it. Oh my God. I'm yelling and people's ears are bleeding, but yes, I'm so excited about this. Okay. Go ahead. Three card spread. Okay. So yeah. So it's three cards. Yes. And it goes, it's one, two, and then one below in the middle, okay? Mm-hmm. So the first card is, you know, me talking to spirit, to what I like to call, you know, my word for God, which is um, always a little too wordy, maybe uh, the great creative intelligence of the universe. Oh, I love That's that. Right. Yeah. So I ask, I say, what do you want me to be aware of? Mm-hmm. That's card one. Mm-hmm. Who do you want me to be? card two. Oh, wow. And this is all for the week ahead, you know, and, and what is this about for the soul's journey for my soul's journey? Yes. So that no matter what I'm doing, because the project itself has its own soul, it has its own needs. It has the way in which it needs me to show up. And then I really try to make some boundaries. <laughs> saying, you know, <laughs> I have a soul and yeah. I have and I have ways um, that I need myself to show up. So I, I spend that time that I take for myself in that divination mode, receiving those messages and that guidance. And I usually journal about that. That allows me to anchor into my soul and my path so that when I'm looking at the week ahead, the work week ahead, mm-hmm. that I'm approaching it from a place that is like in recognition that I'm my own person and not just like... Um, a servant to the project in so many ways. I'm totally a servant. Right, exactly. <laughs> a willing, a willing servant. We'll say most of the time. Yeah. Willing servant. I love that you refer to, cause I believe that too, that, uh, you know, my business has a soul, my home has a soul, my, you know, it's relationships in my life. They each have their own energetic being there. It's own. I love that you recognize that. Cause I completely, completely feel that totally and so do you consult the business I mean the soul of the wild woman project sometimes do you sort of sit and say or you probably do that all the time tap into it what do you need me to do what do you need me to say kind of thing is that what you mean yeah yeah and you know I'm probably due for a sit down to be honest you know (laughs) I feel pretty clear you know it feels pretty clear um it's I remember earlier on I used to have to be really conscientious about communing with like the soul of it. And I would, um, sit and I would, honestly, I could, 
I could envision, I could feel, I could experience the soul. And it, it often looked like that original image I told you about with all the circles and the light and the earth. Um, and I remember I would have to like talk, we'd have to dialogue. Like I would, it would say, I need this, this, and this. I mean, a lot of the early stuff, it was like, I need you to stop hiding. Oh, wow. Out of it. Wow. It's like, I need you to stop hiding. Cause I had a lot of like, I was like 27. Yeah. What do you, who do you, you know, all that. All that. Yeah. The inner, the inner critic stuff. So that you describe it as wobbly knees. I love that you describe the wobbly knees phase of things. Like I still went ahead, but my knees were, yeah. Yeah. But you still wobbly listen knees. more. So did you just, just listen more deep? Like how did you, there are so many people who have things that come to them that they really want to create, do they have a vision for it, but that stops so many, you know, this so many people. So how did you, what were some of the things you did to just keep moving forward? What were some of the tools you used? Action. Mm -hmm. A lot of action. Just yeah. like, you know, you can't sit on it for too long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the things that I accidentally did when I look back on things, I'm like, oh, that was really smart of me, but I wasn't intentional at all. <laughs> was at a certain point, once I had the idea and the idea was strong and solid, I told people. Wow. I told people. Like I said, I remember sitting down and writing an email to like my closest. There was my yoga students at the time, my dearest friends, my family saying, I have this vision. I'm going to start this thing. I'd love you to be a part of it. If you're called, I just love your support, et cetera. And I did that. And that was so courageous. I mean, when I look back at that, I don't do stuff like that very much anymore. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. It's, it's, it was like a youthful thing because now, now I believe there's some sort of a balance because I think there's a stage in which something where it's too early, mm -hmm. it's too early to get like all that energy. Yeah. Um, but who knows, like maybe that's BS and maybe, you know, I don't know. I, I it's somewhere in the middle. You have to, you have to feel it out for yourself. But I think I took action and I told people and those people got excited and that sparked a sense of responsibility for me. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that I have to keep showing up, like giving the themes and showing up to do the new festival each year and showing up week after week for wild woman weekly. -ish. I've like committed. That. I yeah. said, I'm going to do that for you. There is no and hiding. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> no hiding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing also I love about you and your work is, and you uh, just literally yesterday as I was reading, uh, uh, go to her website, you will spend uh, you, there's so much beautiful stuff in there. There were 13 lessons Oh my, I've, I, anyway, I printed them. I've been rereading them. Yeah. Incredible. And one of the things, cause I know that myself and many other people in my life are searching for something outside themselves to give them like spiritual guidance, teacher, this thing, I'll try that thing. I'll try this thing. But what I love about you is, and what I learned from reading more about you and, and the way you work, um, the way you move in the world is that nature is your guide. Nature is often in, like inside you, but also you look, you're not just scenery like you said I looked at it scenery before but actually now it's my teacher and I love that so I just wanted you to know that really hit me in in a way that was it was like I don't need to have anything outside of me to tell me I can just commune with you know the moon the nature and that be all I need as a teacher I just love that I needed you to to know that just from me to you so thank you for that
Um, one last thing before we go um, is if you had one last message to give the world, if you had could stand on a you know a mountain and scream one last thing that you just want everyone to know, what would that message be? Oh, Lisa, that's such a big question. Okay, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah, really. Let me let me think about this for a yeah, second. Yeah, you bet. The thing that comes right to um, right to my mind uh, is something that's very alive for me, and it kind of related to what you just talked about with with looking towards the natural world and as teacher and guide. And when you really do that, when you really go there, and I think there's that's a process for a lot of people that that haven't grown up in the wilderness, that haven't grown up with a connection to nature. I was in that club. Mm. There's like a, a shedding of this of these veils or suddenly I'm looking outside and I'm looking at all this green and the trees and the birds and the sky and the clouds. And I can actually see that everything's alive. Wow. Everything's alive. And, and, and everything has this imperative to grow. Like everything in the natural world has this imperative to grow and, and it, it's, and it's resilient and amazing. And I guess in that context, the the thing I'd like to most say to the world is, we are nature too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're nature too. Yeah. So let it happen in you. You know, like we're humans, so we get to like fight our growth in this weird way. We're like more complex, you know, <laughs> in certain ways. But but to just go like wow, there's just like there's an intelligence that's moving through that uh, flower out there or that uh, vine of grapes out there. There's an intelligence which is moving through me, which is growing me. Let it happen. Wow. Yeah, see? Juicy, juicy, juicy. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously, so much for offering your time to us today and your words and your heart, as always. And um, people can reach you through wildwomanproject.com. And Wild Woman Fest is sold out, but there's a waiting list that they can sign up for. And if you're called to lead a circle, which really do if you're called at all just just do it you will not regret it for one one second there's room available and as always look for a circle near you um thank you again chris i love you so so much and um bless in all the things you do thank you so much lisa this was such a joy oh yay okay take care <laughs> bye, bye.